Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Open Conversations. So on today's show, I welcome my guest, Mommy from Mommy's Taste. So me and Mommy talked about the pandemic. We talked about how being locked up is kind of different in these times, but how we're dealing with it. So yeah, good chat about that. And then we also talked about social media. We talked about how people are going crazy on social media, you know, how, you know, sometimes it's kind of vicious sometimes and it's kind of very off-putting, but we had a good discussion about it, you know, and, you know, you can post what you want to post, but sometimes people go a bit too far. And lastly, we talked about, you know, therapy. Yeah, we shared some therapy stories. We also talked about how maybe after this whole pandemic is over, how we all need to go for therapy because... You might need it, and it has some good positive effects. So yeah, so that's today's show. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Oh, fine, thank you. How about you? Um, I'm doing okay. There's been a lot of work today for me, to be honest. Actually, this whole week <laughs> has just been a work week. It's been really exhausting, to be honest with you. What have you been working on? Um, so what I do is day to day, I do, um, business development. So I work for an online payment company. So my job is basically I had to look for, um, potential clients, you know, get them to sign up for our services, all that stuff. So most of my day is researching, emailing, calling people, doing sales, all that stuff, all that nice stuff. (laughs) <laughs> that is a lot of work though yeah it's it's and it's been ramped, kind of crazy yeah it's been ramped up ever since this whole pandemic hit so it's been go 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 right and tomorrow's a holiday it doesn't even feel like a holiday to be honest right i was saying the same thing yeah it just feels like any normal day. i was saying the exact same thing exactly i'm I mean, I don't see what the point is, honestly, because at this rate, we're all, like, at home. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess for the people who aren't, like, staying in, I guess it makes sense. Yeah, I guess. But still, it's, just a, it's not normal. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's just not normal. It's like, it's a holiday. We should be you know, <laughs> going out, but we can't go out. We're all stuck inside. Right. I, you know, I don't know if it'll ever go back to being normal, though. Yeah. I don't think we'll ever be able to, like, jam the way we used to and stuff. No. I, so, I, yeah. I think we need to brace ourselves for... Like a longer period of time. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like even if we... um even if we are like going back out and all that stuff, it it just, it won't be the same. Like I I feel like for a really long time until there's like some kind of a vaccine, then we can all like, you know, go out and have a good time because we know that if someone catches the Rona, you know, it's a quick trip to the pharmacy. But until then, I, I don't see anything, um, really changing like even if we do go out because i know like some restaurants have opened up and um people are like actually having people dine in but even then it's just like 
yeah, like Bistro is open and they're having people dine in, but they're operating at like 50. Oh, yeah, yeah, So, yeah. you know, I feel like I haven't been in there, but I'm sure like, I mean, well, their seating outside was very spacious. So if mm-hmm. people like went outside, they prob- they'd be, they're literally like four feet away from each other, honestly. Mm. But on the inside, I feel like they'll seat these people at this table and then like skip a table and then seat people at another table. It's just the world is going to shit and I'm over it. So <laughs> you are over yeah. it. So, so you are I, over uh, it already? I hope we're not going to talk about like. Oh, we're definitely going to talk I, about it. We have to. We have to talk about it. I don't want to be morbid and be like, but I don't want to be morbid and be like, oh, you know, the world is ending and, you know, everyone get your ducks in a row because we could be, we, it's like this weird, literally could be here today, gone tomorrow type of thing. Mm. Although, like, I, like, I, hearing the data that's being collected about, you know, how the cases, in Ghana are going I am not as freaked out obviously I feel like people in other countries definitely should have more reason to be freaked out and I feel like I've been home for a month and haven't interacted with anyone so all that panic of you know if my head hurts like two days in a row or if I suddenly (laughs) develop a cough it's like I'm not scared anymore because I know I haven't interacted with anyone on any type of level where i could potentially catch the rona but then also given our numbers and like how you know what i think the president was like a hundred thousand people have been tested and only a thousand five of them actually tested positive it's just like the ratios are just much lower than in any other country which i'm so grateful for but I just wish it would go away completely or like someone would come up with some kind of combo, like, okay, drink <laughs> um, lemon tea in the morning, take some hydroquinone and then smear some onion juice on your chest and go to sleep. Do that for three days and you'll be fine. And then, you know, like everything will go back to normal, but I don't think things will ever go back to normal ever. So I'm just trying, like, right now post lockdown navigation is where i am right now because there are some things that i like i have to go out and do right and you know i feel like at least for me if i have it in my head you know like i don't know about you but for me (laughs) the first week of lockdown right i like had to go out and get groceries and Hmm. stuff and I wasn't feeling any type of way. I didn't really like want to wear a face mask or anything. And I, you know, did the whole, I, I mean, naturally I keep six feet between me and the next person anyways. Yeah. So I did all of that, you know, sanitize my hands, you know, check my temperature and all of that bullshit. And I would come home and I would feel like, like a tickle in my throat. I'm just like, oh my God. I have the Yeah. It's just like it's kind of I feel like when you you 
have it in your head like oh my god i'm gonna get it i'm gonna get it i'm gonna get it you won't get it but your body will start to act like you have it which that's true you can you can't ever really recover from like the psychological afflictions you know like if i have a cold which i think over the past month that i've been home i've had a cold like a very light you know two day three day cold and in my mind it's just like oh shit like did i did i it is but Maybe then you have it, yeah. you're just like yeah nah right and then you're just like nah not really because i you know have checked my temperature and it's still at a smooth 36 degrees and you know i know like leading up to me getting the cold i know the things that i was doing to get the cold like when it rained on a Sunday, mm-hmm. for instance, you know, for me, at least, I don't know about like everyone else, but for me, as soon as there's a drop in the temperature outside, my body is just like, oh, girl. So, you know, you, you're going to start sneezing soon. Your throat's going to feel a little funny. But, you know, it just, that's just how my body reacts to like drops in temperature outside. So just like keep all these things in mind and like trying to not freak out every time I cough or, <laughs> you know, sneeze or like my throat feels funny. It's just, it's a lot. Yeah, it's I think lot. like in the first week, I think I got like a cough. I think I had a cough. Like I'd gone to right. the store to buy some things for the house. This is like stock up. So I went to buy some things, came back, mm-hmm. and during that week, I developed a cough. I'm like, do I have this? And they're like, no, it's just oh, a small shit. cold. <laughs> It'd be fine. So like right. mentally, I was monitoring how I was feeling as the days went along. Mm-hmm. But I knew like mm-hmm. I, I didn't have it. My, my mind was like, you have it. You could or you could have had it because you're in public place and you right. never know. But yeah, it's it's so weird. And the funny thing about this whole period is that I like normally I don't go out as much so it's been I guess it's been fine for me but the fact that we had a lockdown we had to stay inside and couldn't go out I I just wasn't at all I can't you can't lock me up my own house I know but then the whole thing yeah but the whole thing yeah I I was gonna say because like it's like yeah but if you do go out the you know the probability of you getting it is like you could get it and you could die, which is like, yeah, that's a death sentence. And I'm like, I'd rather stay <laughs> home and not go anywhere. You feel me? Yeah. It's just wild. I feel like we, I mean, I'm like naturally a preemptive person anyways, right? So I just feel like if, I mean, knock on wood, God forbid, if I did get it, I would be on top of it so quick that I don't think it would even be able to last. Mm -hmm. But if I'm being honest with myself, there are like certain lifestyle choices that I have that are not conducive (laughs) for like, you know, for combating the Rona as one particular lifestyle choice that like everyone is just like, you shouldn't be doing that. And so it's just like, it's, it's, something that I enjoy doing, you know, the feds could be watching, so I'm not going to elaborate, but <laughs> something that I enjoy doing and considering the circumstances, it's literally like one, it just 
calms me down. It's such a calming thing to do. And then, you know, listening to WHO be like, yeah, so, you know, that thing you like to do, stop doing that. Yeah, stop doing that. Because you can't do that anymore. No yeah, it's don't like, do that. ooh. Okay. It's like, but so then, and then, so, you know, I have had to transition from one form into another, which, mm-hmm. I mean, that's fine too. It's just, it's like having, I don't think if you had said to anyone in December that like in May, which, you know, is tomorrow, what we would be at this point in our lives. I don't think anyone would have believed you. But <clears throat> so many people are like, oh, I think I caught the Rona in December. Yeah, but it was Because, of, you know, yeah, like so many of my friends were like, I got the worst flu I've ever gotten in my life for like two weeks. Nothing I took was like helping and it just went away on its own because I was just drinking tea and taking as much medicine as I could and sleeping and staying in bed and stuff like that. And, you know, I don't know what it is with like Ghana and why. I mean, I'm so <laughs> grateful that our cases are low mm-hmm. and, you know, there are like 11 deaths in comparison to like the numbers of infection. But I, I don't know what it is. Like, I need solid data, you know? Like, I need someone to tell me, okay, so we found that people in, you know, the tropics right. don't really have the Rona because the sun is beating their ass over there and the Rona is just not standing a chance because their bodies are hurt, you know? Like, something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, like, I need concrete facts so that I know, like, how I can you know, live my life post-Rona. It's mad. It's like post-apocalyptic shit without any zombies. Exactly. It's wild. There's a lot of things that are so uncertain, like you just don't know because like every day there's some news events like, oh, we discovered, oh, we can hang in the air for like this couple of hours or we can do this, (gasps) we can do that. And I'm like, what is happening? Are we all going to die just like that? Like, come on, guys. (laughs) Give me like concrete facts. Look, honestly... And at this point, I really feel like it's like a survival of the fittest type thing. And, you know, like um, one of my friends was saying that her dad is just like, you know, I just want to catch this thing and like get it over and done with because the anxiety and the anticipation of like, am I going to get it? Am I not? Do I even have it? And I'm asymptomatic. Like what's happening? You know, I just I'm over it. I just needed to pass. I was telling one of my friends that I will know that the Rona is gone when Bloomba opens because Bloomba is the place <laughs> that you could catch anything. Okay, because <laughs> everyone is like two centimeters apart. So if we can, if people can be in Bloomba and, you know, two weeks later there isn't any kind of an outbreak, then, you know, the Rona is gone. But, at this, like, I don't even know. I'm just tired. I'm over it. I needed to pass. I need, you know, to not be going through life thinking if my head hurts for two <laughs> days, am I dying? Is right. there something wrong with me? Like, right. even you know, it's just, and I, I don't particularly like 
the effect of medicine on your body, just like excretion wise and just all of that stuff. But having to like be preemptive whenever you sneeze or whenever you cough or just having to like immediately start taking medicine, even though whatever it is that's in your body hasn't like expressed itself fully and because you're being preemptive, it's just, it's a lot. And uh, I'm tired. I just, <laughs> can we move? Okay. Yeah, we like, move. You, and the thing is, I would be, it would be cool if it's like, oh, you know, this shit is just happening in like Accra. So, oh, then let me go to my hometown. No, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. So I can't go anywhere. I have to stay where I am. And to me, it's just like, if I'm, and I'm now, so I watched this video today that kind of freaked me out. And, you know, maybe there is no comparison because, you know, different locations, different people. Right. So it was this black nurse who was saying that, you know, black people in America are dying more because a lot of them are coming in not actually having like the symptoms of the Rona, but they have general like malaise. And so, you know, they don't feel too good, but they don't have a fever. They're not coughing. They're not, you know, showing that they're sick. But she's like, yeah, well, you can't lay down because the moment you lay down is when the thing gets in your lungs and then your lungs start bleeding and you start coughing up blood clots and then it's wrapped. And I'm just like, yo, nigga, like, so what are you telling me? Like, I cannot now. So if I don't have symptoms, I'm still going to die. Like, what's happening? I can't sleep. I can't lay down because if I lay down, the rona is going to creep into my lungs and then I'm going to wake up one morning coughing blood clots and it's a wrap for me. Like, what is happening? You know, it's just, I don't even listen to the news anymore because it's just like, I don't want to know. Yeah, um, I've stopped listening to the if news. If we go up in flames, we go up in flames. Exactly. And it is what it is. True. So. But yeah. But yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a whole new, but we can talk about like pre-corona, right? So just relive the memories back in the day. I would enjoy it. I, look, <laughs> I would love to do that. I would love, like sometimes I think about the last thing I did before the lockdown and the last time I really had fun before lockdown was um Independence Day okay I had the time of my life and if anyone had told me that a week later (laughs) I would have to be in some kind of lockdown I'm like girl please but now here we are like I mean it's it's post lockdown but we haven't even really like it's yeah. not the same it's not the same at all i don't know so before even be- so even before like the whole corona thing like were you always social or just right. like were you like going to select places uh, okay so i don't consider myself a social person at all at all i um at all <laughs> i okay so i'm a chameleon in the sense that if I have to be in a social setting, I can adapt. I can hold conversations. I can 
I can do what I have to do in that setting because I have to do it because I want to do it. Now, occasionally, you know, you'll be in the house, if you're me, you'll be in the house for like three months and it's like, okay, cool, let's, let's go out one night and then mm-hmm. go back into being a hermit for another three months, right? <laughs> and so, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's like, okay, I've been antisocial enough. You know, I've recharged, I'm good. Right. But the, the thing is, and, and this is why I say that I'm not a social person because social interactions drain me so much like it takes so much out of me that I don't want to do anything go anywhere see anyone or even talk to anyone after you know like um being out because I have social anxiety as well so and I don't even I think like my social anxiety I don't know you know like what triggered I, I mean I know what triggered it but I just don't enjoy being in spaces where certain people, certain actions, certain things said can trigger me. So I just avoid social settings altogether. Unless it's like, oh, you know, mommy, we're having a pool party. There are only going to be four of us. So come through. Then I'll go. You know, because I probably know all those four people pretty well. So it's fine. But if you say, yo, let's go to Bloomba on a Friday, <laughs> nah, wrong person. <laughs> Not happening. Wow. So Oof. I don't particularly think I'm like a social, social person, but I can adapt if I have to. Hmm. And do you think so, people yeah. think you are social yeah. because you're able to adapt? Um, the people who know me know that I'm not. Hmm. So if they say, oh, you know, how you feeling today? You feel like you want to do a little boom? And I'm like, no. They're like, okay, cool. They'll just leave me alone. But if, like, so my cousin and I used to go to bloom, like, on Sundays. And we did it, like, maybe three or four consecutive Sundays. And then uh, I think Bloom Bar took a break. Mm-hmm. And it was perfect for me because I was getting tired of going. <laughs> but I, I wanted to go because of her. Like, she wanted to go. Right. And I was just like, all right, fine. And, you know, like, on Sundays, it's not as packed as, like, a Friday. And I used to have a particular coping mechanism that helps me be out in public without freaking out. What was that? But, you know, I cannot... I. <laughs> I can't really say. Just <laughs> okay. use our imagination. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. So anybody listening, so use your imagination. Had, just use your imagination. You know, I had like a a, a vice. Okay. Let's call it a vice that I would, um, I would deploy. You know, partake in that. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> so that would just like make me really chill so that when I'm out knowing that like, you know, I could see anyone that I might not want to see or have to talk to someone that I don't feel like talking to. When I'm that chill, it's like, it's cool because I'm honestly not even really paying attention to you like that. So <laughs> everything that you say is just kind of like swimming around my face and then just goes away okay. so 
Yeah, but when I'm not, I'm, yeah, you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I was saying, so it means your, your perfect like social setting is like small group of friends that you know, and then something to do that's fun outside. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't even have to be outside. It could be, we could be inside. We could mm -hmm. be playing taboo or a drinking game mm -hmm. or just really sitting and talking shit with each other. Like it doesn't, you know, I just, I, I can handle controlled settings basically. So if I know people that are going to be there and I like that, it's it's kind of wild because if my friends are like throwing like a little thing and I ask who's going to be there and they say, oh, so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. And, -so and, -so. and if they say one so-and-so that I don't want to see, I'm not coming. Oh, wow. Is it like you have beef with yeah. that person or just have like a bad relationship with that person? Okay. So when certain people, being around certain people give me anxiety. Oh, okay. Because they, you know, we may not even be like, I mean, beef, I don't beef with people <laughs> because if, if, if I don't like you, I don't like you. And that's that. Like, right. we don't ever have to interact ever again. So there's no beef, but I just don't like you and we don't talk. And that's cool. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's not even that. It's just that, you know, we could be cool, but some people don't understand boundaries or respect boundaries and then tend to like talk to you a little crazy hmm. or make you feel a little uncomfortable or you know it, it's just it could be a variety of things and unfortunately sometimes i don't know what will set me off until it sets me off right which is why i always have that little vice with me so that i can be like really chill and and you know sometimes i feel bad because it's like one person that i know everyone wants to see and i'm just like i don't want to be around that person so i have to like make myself or put myself in that really chill zen space so that i can be around that person and not be affected by them yeah, I think I can relate yeah. to what you go through. Like, for me, like, yeah. I'm, I'm always the person, if I do go out, I'm very solo. So you can see me every time. If I'm mm -hmm. outside, I'm like in my own corner, just mm -hmm. doing my own thing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. until like maybe it gets mm -hmm. a little bit too much. And I'm like, yeah, I'm out of here, guys. Way too much stimulus for me. <laughs> I got to go home and recharge and come back later. Maybe next time. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, I can totally relate to that specific people. Like, I'm not, it's not like I don't like them, but they give off this type of energy uh -huh. which will just drain me immediately. And everybody around them yes. to kind of also add to that effect. I'm like, no, I can't do this. Yes. Yes. Uh, like, yeah. I, I, like, I feel, it makes me feel bad because it's just like, oh, you dear, every day you don't see this person. You don't, and it's just like, yeah which is why i always stay in my house because i don't ever have to see that person if i never leave my house but then it's like oh you're so antisocial. you never want to see anyone you never want to do what we want to do we want to go out with you but you never want to go and it's like sometimes 
y'all are a lot, you know? It's like, even because there have been like instances, right? Where, you know, I'll go out with my friends and my friends, I mean, out of all my friends, I'm the chillest one, right? So naturally they have more energy than I do. And so we'll go out and then because, you know, their energy levels are already higher than mine, I have to go out of my way to match that energy. Mm-hmm. And then we'll probably meet someone who has even more energy than they do. Mm-hmm. And then they have to match up to that energy. And then it's just this weird chasing game where I'm just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired. So I'm going to go home because I don't want to have to chase your energy and then chase the energy that you're chasing. It's too much. So it's fine. I'm, I'm going home. And like, I've had a couple or I've had a couple like instances where I would, you know, be not hyped, but I'd be like, okay, you know, I'm down to go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We'll get there. I'm just like, yeah, I I have to leave. I can't do this. This is too much. And my friends or whoever it is that I was like hype with will be just, you can tell that they're upset, but it's just like, you can't make me do what I don't want to do. So you can let me leave so you can have fun or you can let me stay and my face and my attitude and my general (laughs) energy will drain your energy and you won't have fun. So pick. Exactly. Either let me go home or let me stay and fuck up your night. So, you know, but they always choose to let me go anyway. So it's a win-win. Yeah, true. And I, you know what? I always feel like the word antisocial always gets a bad rap. It's like, listen, yes. not everybody wants to be social all the time. Some of us just want to be in our house and just relax and chill. And it's perfectly fine. It's perfectly fine. Like, I, I just wish we were all more accommodating of each other and like our feelings and our attitudes and stuff. Just like if someone is not a hyper person, leave them alone. Let them be where they want to be, and then you do what you need to do. Exactly. I'm always saying that exactly. So when you're by yourself, like what's your, what's your thing to do to keep yourself entertained? Are you like a social media person? Are you like online games? Like what do you like to do? Okay. So <laughs> not a social media person. Um, I, outside of like mama's taste and what's your flavor, I of course, you know, have like my own, little secret i won't call it a finsta because it's not fake it's me but it's like (laughs) hidden and you know um i know like some people i honestly don't even check like the notifications i hardly get notifications there anyways but you know like i'll have someone be like oh you know i saw your page and i wanted to follow you but you haven't followed me back i'm just like Oh, okay. I feel you. Not gonna happen, but I feel you. You know, oh, because like I just feel like if you already follow Mama's Taste, Mama's Taste is like that's the most you're gonna get out of me, Mama's right. Taste, right? And so my little secret 
Instagram, it's just me and the people that I actually know personally. You know Mm. what I mean? Not people like who have heard of me and want to see what else I'm doing. I mean, people who have my number, you know? So it's much more comforting for me, like having this, you know, 30, 30 people following me and me following 30 people situation and keeping it at that. So social media, like if I didn't have to be on social media, I wouldn't be on social media. I'm only really on it because of Amis Taste and What's Your Flavor, which I, you know, don't get me wrong, I enjoy those two. I enjoy like everything about What's Your Flavor and Mama's Taste because they are passions of mine, but there's a reason why Mama's Taste doesn't have a face and only has a voice, you know? Because <laughs> I, just, I just feel like once we start getting past a certain um, space, it just gets a little weird because I remember like there's this one time I posted, you know, something on the blog um, somewhere that I had reviewed and mm-hmm. I went with someone okay. and I took a, like a boomerang of um, like the drinks and the person that I went with ha- like had to animate the boomerang for me somehow. So his hands were in the shot, okay. which, you know, it's whatever I go on reviews with everyone and anyone. So it's not like anything. But then someone in the comments is like, ooh, those drinks look good and the food looks good. But um, can you tell me who you were out with? I'm just like, hmm. hello? Like, <laughs> what's that got to do with anything? Are you paying attention to the food? Are you paying attention to the nigga that I went with? Like, and you can't even see his face. So what does it matter and to me i mean it's not like a big deal i was just amused by it but it's just like there's a reason why i don't have a face there's a reason why my personal life and mama safe and I, I know this sounds like so uptight and like oh my god i'm so famous and i'm a celebrity it's mm-hmm. not even like that it's just like i like to compartmentalize parts of my life so like mama's taste everything that has i cannot allow my personal feelings to affect mama's taste you know what i mean like yeah in terms of like if i you know if a if a, a chef maybe asked me to come and try their food i might want to you know fuck up the chef on site but <laughs> that doesn't have anything to do with mama's taste mm-hmm. you know that's, mm-hmm. that's just me not liking that chef but Mama's Taste has a duty to perform and that's what she will continue to do. But when Mama's Taste gets married or has a baby or, you know, whatever, I'm, I'm not going to start posting about that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, back to the, the main question, the important question. <laughs> I am not really, you know on social media like that. I like Instagram because of the pictures of yeah. food mm-hmm. and like stealing recipes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I am a Netflix chick right. and I like to play video games. So I, you know, I'm a, I'm a need for speed girl and a Sims girl. 
And honestly, any game that requires fast cars, uh, potentially shooting people, <laughs> mostly fast cars. Right. Occasionally, you know, I don't. You know, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah I occasionally. Don't mind a little gore, mm-hmm. a little, a little, you know, cool with that. Because sometimes you get a little pent up frustration, mm-hmm. and the healthiest way to let that frustration out. It's to shoot a couple people that you will never like. They don't exist. They're not real. So it's fine. I totally you know, agree with that. But, totally, totally agree with yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I do when I'm like on my own, just chilling. Uh-huh. So what about do, you? What do me? you do? What do I do? Hmm. Um, I yeah. think I'm on the same lines as you as far as keeping to myself at home and just trying to be right. interactive. So yeah, I'm also like a Netflix person. Like right. I, recently I've started like going back to like lots of media, like films and TV shows. So I've really recently mm. gone back to mm. like trying to watch more shows or trying to watch more movies, be more mm. open to that. And also mm-hmm. I've gone back to video games actually. I just, I, I have like two video consoles right now. I have an Xbox and I have a PS4. Ooh. Yeah. So I am Ooh. like, so I am like gay. I'm back to gaming because I, when I was younger, I used to be a gamer. <laughs> then I stopped for a while when I was in college. Now I'm like fully back to gaming. Right. So yeah, I think I'm also on that. I mean, this sh- is the best time. This is the best time. I mean, what you're going to do? Your house all day do nothing. So yeah, I'm back to that. And yeah, like for me, as you said, I like to shoot people in the face, like virtual people in the face, because there's a lot of frustration now. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly, there's a lot of frustration now. So I have to like, you know, just be shooting a couple people, you know, blowing up. Let it out somewhere, that's right. You have to. That's right, yeah. It's better than doing that in real life. So, I mean, it's not good. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, all things being considered, it's exactly. so a much easier like solution yeah much easier because i know when I, once i'm done with work and i need to like let off steam video games let's go i need to like mm-hmm. shoot this person in the face just relax and go to the next thing right and you feel so much better after you do you really do like it's it's like really releasing all that stress because i mean if i had yeah, like a, if i had like a punching bag in my house i think i would work out like that just punching a bag of sand and just trying to get all that mess <laughs> out. But I, I don't. So just do video games instead. Perfect. We yeah. might have to get you a punching bag, though. You know, I've been considering it. I'm sure once this thing kind of gets a little better, <laughs> I will definitely. I mean, I have a space in my house where I can probably hang it, hang a bag and get, get boxing gloves. So, yeah. Right. Why not? That's a good idea. I think I'll, I'll really consider that now. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought about it. Yeah, you should. Yeah. You should. Okay. So what, like, since me and you were not really like social media people, what do you think about the other people who are very open on social right. media? Like, they're so open with their lives, giving day-to-day updates. Like, what do you think about those people? You know what? I actually applaud those people, right? (laughs) If the world was filled with people like you and I, the world would be so boring. Because there'd be nothing, no information Mm -hmm. anywhere. But I have found that, so, you know, I, I liked, I put my mental health 
like above everything else you know so if something someone is just not making me feel good I take breaks from it it doesn't matter how long I have to take that break I'm gonna take a break right so I haven't really been on Twitter much because as soon look I knew that Twitter was going to be reckless Mm -hmm. the moment you know we had to go on lockdown and the Rona like Mm -hmm. because when people have to stay home and they have nothing else to do that's when the craziness is peak because like I haven't been on Twitter but then you'll be on Instagram and someone like screenshot um, someone's tweet and it's just like you know you didn't have to tell anybody this you know you couldn't have taken this to your grave Mm -hmm. none of us had to know this but you decided that you wanted to tell like the other day I saw this tweet you know, some woman was like, if her husband caught the Rona and her kid caught the Rona and she had to pick between who would be put on a ventilator, she would give the ventilator to her husband because mm-hmm. her son or her kid or whoever won't be able to help her mourn the death of the love of her life. I said, girl. Ooh, wow. That's so personal. <laughs> We didn't need to know that. At all. You, you see, like, that's too much information. We didn't need to know that. Now, we, now the whole world, okay? Because that was someone all the way in America. Someone here in Ghana knows that you are a trash person. You didn't need that in your life. Mm-mm. You didn't need to become someone's anecdote on a podcast. You know, you could have kept <laughs> that to yourself. And now... I am discussing the fact that you are a trash person because you would much rather watch your kid die. I mean, of course, you know, your husband dying and your kid dying, dreadful, dreadful, dreadful scenarios. No one should ever be put in that position. Exactly. But like having to open your mouth and say, oh, I would pick my husband over my kid. Or, you know, I guess for some people, I would pick my kid over my husband. No one needed to know that. You could have kept that to yourself. If that situation ever happened to you and you ever chose your husband over your kid, only you and your husband would know that. And I guess maybe your like family, but none of us would know. We'd be on the way over here mm-hmm. completely unaware of what's happening to you. Like I feel like right now that there's so much time on everyone's hands and everyone is just so bored. Mm-hmm. Yep, everyone is just like you know what i'm going for the shock value like yeah. i'm gonna tell people how you know when i was 13 okay this might be vulgar so i'm not gonna say it but i've been seeing some wild stories on al gore's internet and i don't understand why it, like uh-huh. i don't even know why i had to see that mm, it's, yeah. it's a lot you know so, i mean for me if you are into that and you like showing people what's going on in your life go for it you know like some people genuinely have interesting lives Mm -hmm, and it's nice to see you know some people do nice things or go some places whatever or you know maybe um someone just had a baby it's nice to have Mm -hmm. them you know open up yeah if not even show the baby 
just like talk to us about you know what it's like to have a baby for the first time like stuff like that I don't mind I I think that's interesting you know when you're giving me like insights to your life where it's like oh you know I'm coming up with an app and this is how I'm doing it or Mm -hmm. I just had a baby and this is how I feel about it or I just got married and blah you know like that type of stuff I'm cool with that but telling me that you would pick your husband over your son in a ventilator situation. I didn't need to know that. And you didn't need to tell anyone that, you know, but I applaud everybody who, you know, wants to give us entertainment because it could never be me, but you know, I don't know. How do you feel about them? Um, I think I feel the same way about you. Like I'm like, for me, I like to be a private person. Like I had some things happen in my life, but Mm -hmm. I would never share online to strangers like out yeah like right. this thing i really right. talk about experiences i've had as far as you know like creating an app or building a blog things like that but as far as mm-hmm. me telling you that hey here's a story about this girl that cheated on me i am never going to tell you that <laughs> forever it's none of your, it's none of your business for what for what yeah why do you need i don't to- even want to remember that i don't need that story in my life why do you think i want to give that to you exactly so why would i put it on the internet which will stay there forever because somebody's gonna screenshot forever (laughs) screenshots thank you that for me that is so terrifying thank you when people post like conversations on social media i'm like oh my god so if i'm talking to somebody they could potentially just be posting this online for people to read that's just terrifying it's mad it's mad like for me you know I don't even mind like you know conversations between me and someone being posted if it's like funny if I said something witty or if they said something witty that's cool and honestly I'm just like cropping out your 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 name your identity is never going to be yeah nobody you know know. shown it's just what you said that's fine but these people are really out here like whole photos your, whole, your, your first, middle, and last name. <laughs> if you slack cry, they'll add your social security number. Like, Man. it's just... Or it's they'll a just mess. tag you. We don't have to handle. do all that. <laughs> I mean, come on. Why would you want to do that? <sighs> People just want to, you know, be a little too real on the internet. It's, it's a mess. It's a mess. And it's unnecessary. We don't need any of that, honestly. Like, everyone just, you know drink some tea, watching on Netflix, mm-hmm. you know, take a shower in the morning and in the evening and, you know, just try and not die. That's it. That's all we can ask That's right true. now. Oh, I have a question though. Okay. How do you feel about all these people who are like making memes of, you know, if you come out of this, um, uh, rona lockdown whatever and you didn't like build a business or learn a new skill or whatever whatever you just wasted time how do you feel about those people listen man everybody is going to have a way different experience than everybody else like some people just some people can like use the time to like you know read a book or build something when they're by themselves but other people won't do anything they're just going to relax this is like the best time for people who are anxious to actually right. to react because they don't have to go out in the world and be among all the extra stimulus 
so they can be at home, relax, and just That's chill. Right. They don't have to build anything. Like the problem with like nowadays is like you have to build something because social media just puts a spotlight on this person did this crazy mm. thing. Have you read about it? And like, that's cool, but it doesn't have to be me. I can just do my little thing and my exactly. little thing and just move on. Like, why does it have to be such a... Or maybe I just want to take a nap. Exactly. Just take a nap, relax. I can sleep for like the whole day to relax. Because me, like, I don't get enough okay? sleep. If I choose that yes. one, I'm going to sleep for six hours, let me sleep and relax. It's good for my health. Uh, it's too much. It is too much. I, I think social media is, is just kind of doing that peer pressure thing, but like virtual peer pressure, mm-hmm. like you have to do mm-hmm. something because look at what this person did. I'm like, not really. I don't have to do anything. Exactly. Do I don't have anything. to do anything. I just want to lay down and just lay down. That's it. Exactly. If, so, somebody, if somebody wants to just like watch the entire Netflix catalog, let them go watch the entire let Netflix them, Let them do let it. Them, That's how they choose to them. cope. It's fine. And it's fine. It's just like, I feel like so many people, I mean, so, you know, I've been in therapy for a few months. I started therapy in like October. And I, you know, I will always be the first to admit that no one I have ever met has ever been as horrible to me as I have been to myself. Right. There is nothing that anyone has ever said to me that I haven't said to myself times Mm -hmm. 10 worse, like just, Mm -hmm. you know, and being in therapy combined with this situation has made me tap into, I guess, the compassion that I like hid away for so long. But not only just compassion for me, but compassion for other people. Because it's just like, I, you know, might have like a good grasp or what I think is a good grasp of my, you know, mental health. I'm more open to understanding what's going on in my brain. And, you know, I'm different. Someone else isn't like that. Some people, you know, treat their feelings differently. Some people interact with their feelings much different than other people. Some people don't know how to interpret what they're feeling. They don't even understand what they're feeling. So wherever I can be kind to someone, I just will be because it doesn't really take anything out of me to be kind to someone else. So it's just like when I see these like messages of, oh, you're lazy. Oh, I saw one yesterday where the person was like, well, if you come out of this Rona and you ain't got no skills, you ain't made no money, then you didn't lack time. You lacked discipline. I say, excuse me. What? What do you mean? You don't know me. First exactly. of all, you don't know my life. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know my story. How do you know I lack discipline? I just didn't want to do anything. And I didn't have to because you are not my mother and you can't tell me what to do. It's just like, why can't you just let people do what they want to do? Like, as long as no one is going out of their way to physically emotionally, mentally, whatever, hurt anyone, just let them do what they want to do. If someone literally 
if we end up, you know, self-isolating and social distancing and quarantining and all of that for a year, and we come out in 2020 and I didn't learn anything, leave me alone. And if you learn something good for you, but who cares? Because guess what? People died. Okay. People are dying. People are sick. None of that even matters because if you learn a skill and you can't do anything with the skill, what was the point? You're just, you and me that I'm watching Netflix in my bed, you and me, we are the same because (laughs) I didn't learn those skills, but at least I had Netflix. You were busy learning a skill. You couldn't do anything with that skill. So then, you know, like, what's up? It's just tiring watching people put pressure on other people to be something that they don't want to be because unfortunately there's you know there's the me who will see like a message like that but i'll fuck you leave me alone but there'll also be somebody who's just like oh shit like i'm a bum because i don't i don't know what i don't want to do anything or Mm -hmm. am i stupid because i haven't learned any skills it's just like people there are people who are beating themselves up enough as is before you will now come and put this extra pressure on them to exceed your expectations expectations, it's just it doesn't make any sense to me yeah but you know human beings yeah everybody wants like what i think what's happening now is that everybody wants to be the same way like oh you have to be Mm -hmm. high performing you have to learn a skill that's like everybody's different like like, we need to like go back to the days where everybody is different and everybody does something different way like if somebody wants to go to art school to learn about art. What happened to those days? I don't know. I think that, like I said, I think social media has just made it worse that you have to be high performing because Ugh. it's just showing all people, oh, mm. look at this person, you know, when they were 18, they built X, Y, Z. And it's like, good for them. <laughs> they built it. I mean, let me do my thing. But I don't care. Exactly. We exactly. Care. Everybody has their own path to walk. And I think that's how it should be. Let them people walk their own path. If everybody's going to go on the same road of productivity, we're all going to be crowded and it's going to be so bad. And not everybody's going to make it because not everybody's the same level. Dreadful. But yeah, I, I, I was, when you were saying that, you were And I feel like therapy, people don't really understand that. They don't, you know, mm-hmm. they don't. But yeah, like I was saying that um, when you were talking about going back to therapy, I just remember the story. Mm-hmm. Um, because I remember I was in, I went to, I was going to college and I had to, when I was 18, I think I had my first therapy session when I was mm-hmm. 18. And that was interesting because it felt like that the first time I was talking to another human being, like, empath, was the word, like, you know, showing more empathy towards me, which was kind of weird. <laughs> because right. It's funny because <laughs> in our side of the world, you, we don't really get that type of conversation where it's like, hey, how are you feeling? How are you doing? And you get to just talk without judgment. So it was so weird because I had right. to go to college and then I had to go for therapy again because of, you know, some bad things, some episodes that happened. So I had to go back and I went to the whole phase again. And I was like, no, this is not so bad. <laughs> this is actually pretty good. And actually, I was saying about taking pressure on yourself. Yeah. Yeah, because I was the same way, because I was so like high performing, like perfectionist type of guy. And it was like, I never gave myself a chance to relax and just like live life. Mm. And I feel like today's world is like, it's pushing too many young people, especially young people to perform yeah. way out of their league. And it's like, 
can everybody relax and give everybody a break? Honestly, can we just chill? Yeah, just chill and relax. Not everything has to be done can in like- Can we just chill? Not everything has to be done in like microseconds. Everybody relax. Okay. Watch your, watch your Netflix, relax, chill out, it's fine. Just breathe. You know, like one thing that my therapist, like I, like I can hear her in my brain as I say this, and she's always just like, just breathe. Mm. Just breathe. Yeah, just, just breathe. breathe. And like, it's one thing that we take for granted. Cause you're literally like, if someone tells you breathe, like, what do you think I'm doing? How else am I alive? Of course I'm breathing, <laughs> but no, you're not. You're mm. just moving. Exactly. And it just so ha happens that your lungs are doing what they have to do, but you're not actually breathing. And it's like one of the, you know, when my my little vices and netflix can't distract me and you know all that stuff doesn't work and i'm still stuck with my brain in hyper in hyper whatever i really do have to like sit down and breathe you know just to keep like the anxious thoughts at bay because i'm just like thinking about how and, you know, I am blessed with the parents that I have. I never had, you know, the type of parents who were like, well, you are going to go to school and you're going to become a doctor. And if you come back and you are not a doctor, you are not coming into this house. Like, I never had that, you know. Mm -hmm. I remember, like, freaking out over this math class that I was taking in school and, you know, FaceTiming my dad. And my dad was like, why the hell are you even taking that class? Like, you don't like his stuff. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean stop? He's like, yo, like, if you don't like the major, change your major, period. Like, but what else is there to it? You don't like it, don't do it. I'm just like, wow. Like, and you know, it's wild because when you're in high school, that's not an option. Nope. You can't say, I don't like English literature, so I'm not going to do it. Excuse me? What does that mean? <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> and so it's like that pressure from high school and like you carry that into uni but you get to union, it's like, hold on, you're a grown up now. So the decisions that you make are on you. And so if you don't want to be a biochemist anymore and you want to be, you know, a chef, go ahead and do that. At the end of the day, I am your parent. I love you. I support whatever you do, but it's all on you. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a liberating feeling, but it's also very scary Mm. And I'm just thinking about like so many of the young people now who didn't grow up when we grew up where it was like, they didn't, we, like we didn't have, I didn't have an iPad when I was four. Yeah, exactly. I had TV. Okay. I had a book that like mm -hmm. the most high tech toy that I had was those books that came with cassettes. Ooh, and I like a tape books. player yeah right they were so much fun just to like learn how to read and hear the words coming at you yeah. and then you're following them in the book it was so much fun but that was the most high-tech toy i had all right everything else was like a doll or a ball or like i had like a little basketball hoop or the tv or like books I had so many books when I was a kid. And so it's just like when we were younger, and I, I sound like a grandma, but <laughs> I feel like when we were younger, 
life was just like easier. There wasn't mm-hmm. that pressure to be like a multimillionaire at 15. It, like at 15, you only had to focus on making sure that you went last in a class of 45. You know, and you like, that was the most pressure that you had to put on yourself. But now it's just like, I feel like kids don't even give themselves a chance Mm-hmm. to decide if formal education is something that they want you know it's just like yeah. they see social media and it's like oh this girl this bad bitch she's 18 and she has mm-hmm. like a louis this and a yeah. gucci that and yeah. a fendi and gucci snake everywhere <laughs> and so you know i'm finer than her so i too deserve to be this it's just like how you know you wouldn't even enjoy being a, an engineer Exactly. Exactly. Why? Why do you think that, like, the only path that you can follow is being an Instagram baddie? Which, don't get me wrong, go ahead and be an Instagram baddie if that's your calling. That's your calling, and there's nothing anyone can do about that. But how about you give yourself a chance to see if you could become an engineer, if you could become a librarian, if you could become an electrician, a plumber, a a type like give yourself a chance like social media isn't life social media is an illusion of whatever the fuck it is that people push into it and i'm just tired of it and i just like it makes me feel so bad for like i mean i don't have any younger uh i I mean i'm an only child i don't have any siblings (laughs) but i do have younger cousins and i just like i wonder how how they're dealing with the world as it is and then I think about like my future kids and like the type of parent that I want to be to them. You know, I don't ever want my kid to be afraid to tell me anything. You yeah, know, I, I want them to, exactly. I want them to understand that you do something wrong. I'm going, I'm definitely going to discipline you, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't tell me if you do something wrong because me disciplining you isn't punishment. It's the fact that you need, everyone needs discipline. And it's like, people are trying to make it seem like if you discipline your kids, it's like some kind of, you know, punishment or abuse or whatever, but everyone needs discipline. Otherwise the world, as chaotic as it is now, can you imagine if no one had discipline? Everybody running amok. The, the world would implode. Like it, 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 it would just cave in on itself and that would be it. And the aliens would come and be like, oh, I guess we didn't get here in time. And they're gone. You know, like, it, it would be a mess. And so I'm just like, honestly, out here praying for the young people. Because me, I'm old. I'm done. I don't, <laughs> I don't need to impress anyone. I don't need to be an Instagram bad bitch. I don't need to wear Gucci snake. Like, I'm good. You know, I'm good with yeah. my $4 t-shirts and whatever the fuck else that it is that I'm wearing but I'm like I'm good so yeah yeah. just keep it simple I mean there's way way too much pressure on us now of the young kid to just do something big and it's so sad it's like it's it's way too much I'm like how do these kids handle I always wonder because they're facing like the worst pressure I've ever seen from years from you know the internet like Instagram like you said everything it's like jeez like, do you know what I wish sometimes? Like, I've always said this. What? I've always wished that 
maybe like for one month, something happened to social media where it was just off and we all couldn't access it. And we had to, all had to go back to like regular conversations instead of trying to go online. Joe, I think people would die if that happened. <laughs> I know. <but laughs> I, think, I, I know. Actually, physically, like, they would actually die. As in, we would come back on social media and hear that this person has died because they could not access Instagram. They Man. could not access Twitter. And it is so sad that that is our current reality that, like, the, do you see how people spaz out when Twitter is like down for a couple yo, of hours? I've seen that. My, and I'm just like, yo, put the phone down. Just yes. put the phone down. Just put the phone down. Okay? The rest of the internet is fine. It's just Twitter. It's just it Instagram. Twitter. Put yeah, the it, phone down. Yep. Do a little research on something. Read a book online. Read like, a book. Find know. out some information. Do something. Okay? Even if you don't want to read a physical book, which for the life of me, I can never understand. <laughs> but I'm not here to judge. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you don't want to read a physical book, you can, you can read a book online. I know. There's so you can do anything. Books. You don't need Twitter. You don't need Twitter. Like, they spaz out when Twitter is down and everyone's just like, oh my God, is your Twitter down? Oh my God, my Twitter's down. I can't believe that Twitter's down. It's like, yo, just put the phone down. Put the phone down. And there used to be this one, like, meme tweet thing that I used to see on Twitter that used to crack me up all the time. But it's, like, it's real life now. And I think the meme was something like, oh, I finally put my phone down and met some people who say that they're my family. They're really nice. Maybe I, I should talk I've, to them more. I think I've seen that. Right? Funny. But it's like real life. It it's, is real life. It's real life. People don't talk to their family anymore. Mm-hmm. They don't interact with their family anymore. It's just like, what's happening? I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, I'm an old lady, so... Yeah, I think, I'm, I, I think I'm, in, I'm in that OG section because... And I think it's, it's starting to affect. <laughs> and I'm very comfortable here. Yeah, I'm also very comfortable, and I think it's starting to affect like social <laughs> life because if I do go out, I'm trying to interact. Mm-hmm. I would, I would love to interact with people one on one. Like if I'm going to my corner, I'm just mm-hmm. doing my thing. That's fine, but I would love to interact mm-hmm. with people when I go outside. But everybody else is always in their phones, taking selfies, whatever, whatever, and it's like I can't socialize in this climate. <sighs> It is the most annoying thing. And I won't even lie, maybe two, three years ago, I used to be that person. Like, I would go out with my friends. Of course, I was younger then, so I had more energy. Mm -hmm. I'd go out with my friends and, like, Snapchat everything, Instagram everything. And now, like, I'll go out, have such a good time, and even forget that. I, there's like some app on my phone where I can right, film. Right. And, you know, occasionally I'll have a friend who won't even, you know, post it to Instagram or, or Snapchat or whatever. Just take a photo or a little video yeah, on your phone. Video. Those yeah. things I don't mind. Mm-hmm. Those things I don't mind. But it's not everything that we should be putting on Snapchat and Instagram. It's like unnecessary. I, mm-hmm. I don't always want to see. Look, I might be out here in these streets <laughs> taking Duce to the head every day. I know that there are people who don't want to see that mm-hmm. every day, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to be put, 
if I'm drinking my douce, let me drink that on my own in the comfort of wherever. But people don't always need to see me taking douce to the head. It's exactly. Like, give, give a little variety. You know, sometimes reading, not everyday drinking. So, you know, just mix it up a little bit. And yeah. I just, I, I, I think, I think after a certain point, after a certain age, Everyone is just like, yeah, I'm kind of tired of my phone because mm-hmm. I remember again, like two, three, four years ago, texting, like Ooh, texting. I would send a text, wouldn't even be able to put my phone down and another text would come through. Right. But oh, now yeah. it's just like, I'll text. And then maybe, you know, my friend will respond maybe 15 minutes later. And it's cool because guess what? She's a grown up. And yeah. she, she's doing real things in real life. Yeah. Her phone isn't like in her hand, hand. all the mm-hmm. time because she actually has to do things. She has to, you know, be in a business conference meeting or whatever, or she has to go get groceries or she has to cook for her family, something. People are growing up and having to do things away from their phone. Yeah. And so it's just like you kind of develop a detachment from your phone where it's just like well if i text you and you respond when you respond it's fine because i know that you're you have like you're living your life and that's totally fine but like you'll see some people spazzing i send a text at 601 and he didn't respond at 601 i'm done (laughs) it's just like girl that's way too much that's way can he breathe yeah just breathe a little bit let's, let's just chill Let's relax. But I mean, a lot of these things I think come with not even necessarily age, but maturity. Because you could be old and stupid as hell. Mm -hmm. But you could be young and very mature. Like the two are not mutually exclusive. So I just feel like with time and as as the world evolves i think even with this you know it's unfortunate that it had to be a disease that like shocked people into like remembering where they are but i mean i i'm hoping and praying that after the rona subsides everyone will be more cognizant and mindful of Mm. where they are in you know relation to their surroundings where they are personally in their lives and like where they are in terms of relationships with like family and friends and business and all of that stuff just like everyone be more mindful of what is happening you know, I've thought about that and I've also hoped the mm. same thing, but knowing like human beings, after a period of time, <laughs> everybody's going to revert right back to the way oh, things were. Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. Because everybody, sure. now everybody's posting that, oh yeah, when the, when the whole thing is over, I'm going to go out and do X, Y, Z. I'm going to be more mindful, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, yeah, right. Two weeks, you're going to be back doing the same thing all over Exactly. 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 But you know what, though? I am, you know, I've been telling all my friends and they keep laughing at me, but I'm actually very serious. I'm on a path to some real, like, Omarion, Janae Aiko, Zenness, you know? Like, oh, that's just a good like, thing. Like, I, 
look, I'm trying to sound as if I like live in a cloud. I'm trying to feel like I just want to be better. So I choose, I mean, look, people are going to prove me wrong all day long, but I choose to have faith that, you know, a lot more of us will be mindful of, you know, other people and just like social distancing. Because I don't understand why this even needed to be a thing. Why weren't y'all keeping six feet between yourselves anyways? Why is everyone like chest to ass? Why why, why is there no space? Exactly. Like I just, I, I don't know why that was not a thing, but you know, I just hope we're more mindful and even if out of these 45 billion human beings on the universe, even if 1 billion of us are just like more mindful and careful and considerate, I feel like we would, you know, change a lot of stuff. And, you know, I'm just praying to because it could be a mess. Yeah, I'm hoping the same thing. Like, I really hope that when people come out, they're more mindful, you know, Take care of the, thinking mm-hmm. about taking care of each other. Check up more on friends. People people love to say yeah. check up on friends online, but they don't actually check up on their friends. And it's like, yeah. No, they guys. don't. They just tweet it for fun. Yeah, for fun, exactly. But yeah, I'm, I am hopeful. I'm, I'm hoping that people do that more often now. You know, just pick up, you know, two minute phone call. Hey, how you doing? What's up? You know, simple check up. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. How you doing? You okay? Yeah, exactly. You know, and I do hope that we do. And you know what? I... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. (laughs) I had a friend. She's still my friend, but I was just having such a tough time being around her because, you know, I don't want to say that she didn't respect my boundaries, but she was very, she always wanted to like, should I say jump over these like boundaries, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which I don't blame her for because I never really said, hey, these are my boundaries. I guess I kind of assumed that she would see that these are the boundaries that I set, but if you've never set boundaries with someone, you can't expect them to realize that boundaries have been set until you say, hey, I, this is where I am right now in my life and I would really appreciate it if you did not do this thing that you do because it triggers me or it makes me sad or yeah. whatever, right? And so I was having such a hard time having that conversation with her. Like every time I would see my therapist, she'd be like, did y'all talk? And I'm just like, ooh. <laughs> you know we could talk later and she's just like yeah, nah you need to talk to her and so I, you know we kind of made plans of hanging out and I was going to bring it up when you know we would hang out and then this happened and it was just like even though like I still want to have that conversation with her now is not the time I don't think and I've had to like put that discomfort that yeah that discomfort that I was feeling aside and like actually check in and you know be a friend to her because 
that's what she needs right now or you know or and even in the reverse she wants to be a friend to me so I have to like allow her you know right. what I mean mm-hmm. so it, it, it's 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 an odd place to be right now just like in this apocalyptic world because certain things don't stop the fact that certain things that she does make me uncomfortable the things still make me uncomfortable but I have to like maneuver around that discomfort and like not even necessarily just focus but like nurture that relationship because now is not the time to be losing relationships because I could be I mean knock on wood God forbid but I could be dead tomorrow and then I wouldn't want like the last you know memory of me in her head to be you know she didn't want me around and she never told me why so I mean I'm gonna have that conversation anyways but it's it just like it, it just being mindful you know like that that that's really something that's in the front of my mind is like being mindful and being kinder and even when I feel like calling someone a fucking idiot, <laughs> just not not calling them a fucking idiot and like yeah. maybe thinking it and you know praying for sanctity or something. But yeah, yeah. But I also think that even with this period, I also think that now is the best time to have like honest conversation. I don't think it's bad to just say what's on your mind, tell how you feel about to other people, because. I don't know, mm-hmm. sometimes we tend to be like kind of passive aggressive with these things. Like something is bothering you, but you never say it. And then it's hurting. <laughs> and then it's hurting. It. Yeah, and it's hurting you. It's hurting you, not the other person. So it's always better to like say it out loud or just like, you know, between mm-hmm. you and that person mm-hmm. just to get it out in the open and see how they feel. Because yeah. I don't know, because I always feel yeah. like it's always better to get out some things because in the end, if you repair whatever that is, yeah. the relationship is always stronger. Yeah, that's true. I always have to remind myself that if I, like, if we are friends and I say something to you, you know, kindly and you spaz out and, you know, show me that we're not friends, then I guess we were never friends and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like, I'm, in as much as I'm, like, trying to stay attached to the people that I am already attached to I'm also not trying to hold on to anything that doesn't want to be held on to so if if we're friends and you know you don't want to be my friend anymore that's okay it's fine I mean you know some a lot of the time we're just like oh this person was toxic in my life sometimes we are the toxic and that's okay you know if you are able to realize that I'm the toxic being, if someone purges you from their lives, you have to understand that. And that's just for you to work on yourself. Like, I just wish every, you know what? Everyone needs to go to therapy. I totally That's agree. what people, that, that's what, that's what the meme needs to be. If you come out of this Rona and you didn't go to therapy, then what will you do? That's really what exactly. we need to be saying, not building a skill because I feel like therapy is just such a good thing for people. Like people it is. are not be, all of us are fucked up. 
We don't know how, we don't know where it came from, but that's the whole point of therapy, getting to the root of why you are fucked up and then making that like grown up decision to better yourself. Because that's why I started therapy. I had a conversation with an ex and he was like, yo, my nigga, you fucking crazy. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, you might be right. <laughs> you might be right. And like, had you no know, real shit like i mean of course he didn't say that he's a, a much kinder person than that right, but right. he's just like there's so many things that you do that push everyone away and you don't see it like we see it mm-hmm. but you don't see it and then it hit me that no i do see it i just don't acknowledge it like i i know mm-hmm. when i'm pushing people away mm-hmm. i just refuse to acknowledge it and so now it's just like in growing up in you know wanting to be a better version of myself because that's like for me i'm not an instagram baddie i'm you know i'm not some rich kid but my flex is being the best version of myself that i can be and that includes me realizing where i'm a fucked up person and working on that and you know making sure that i do not transfer that fucked upness to my children, my grandchildren, my descendants. Because honestly, I feel like fucked upness. It's transferable. Yes, it, it's like, um, it's very, it is. No joke, like no joke. It can be in your genes. It can, mm-hmm. you, like it starts out as like an environmental factor. Yeah, but then, yeah. you know, you'll be there no, and then somebody will come and tell you that, you know, you remind me of your auntie. Mm-hmm. And she was a little crazy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, ooh, I have you know, it, it's, it can be, it, be, it becomes genetic at some point. And I don't want that for my yeah. descendants at yeah, all. You're so like, right. that's just one responsibility that I've taken upon myself is to just like, you know, that's my flex. I'm the dopest version of mommy that ever existed, you know, every day. True. So. I, yeah. I totally agree that when we come all come out of this, we all need to go for therapy because I think I'm this every single person. Every, we all need to. I think I'm discovering in this period that I do have some things about me that I definitely need to work on. Because I think I was having a conversation <laughs> with my dad last week and he said something that mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like, huh, you're so right. I do do that thing that he was talking about. And mm-hmm. it's not really. Mm-hmm good and i need to fix that so yeah you're right, right. I think we all need to talk about certain issues and get out in the open try to fix it because you're right this thing could be yep. hereditary you never know you know so honestly yeah, you'll so be we, there and you know your grandkid is just like i don't know why i obsess over things the way i do and i'll be sitting there just like oh that's because of me i'm sorry honey but yeah. like i don't want that you know so I, I just, therapy is very important. I'm like an advocate. My, one of my friends, Omi, shout out to Omi. Shout <laughs> Omi, to Omi. She's like, oh, you know, you need to consider being a therapist because you would be so good at it. And I think I would. After I finish therapizing myself, <laughs> I'm going to go out into the world and like be pro bono therapist, just like, going through the world and being like hey you know i realize that there's something inside you that's like eating you up but i just want you to know 
that I love you and I'm here for you if you want to talk. Like, that's going to be me. I'm going to be that person <laughs> just going around, like, randomly telling people, oh, I love you and I hope you're okay and I'm here if you need to talk. Like, that's, that's my you. goal <laughs> right now. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I think, like, personalities like you and I, we do have that type of therapeutic vibe because people have told me to for, the same thing. For like, sure. People no, have told me, real, like, Joe, you're really like... really are. Yeah, people have told me like, Joe, you're so calming and so like calming. It's good to be around you and talk. And I'm like, mm, yes, yeah. yes, I've heard that so many times. Yes. Like, I'm thinking maybe yes. I should do the therapy thing, you know, do for other people. Right home. Hey, I'm saying there's nothing wrong with it. You should. You really should look into it because you have like such a soothing. Your voice is like a bomb. You know, <laughs> when you're no, for real, like when your skin is acting up and it's red and, you know, screaming mm. at you your voice is just like ooh, it's just it's cooling it's very calming it's like a very good voice for therapy yeah. so you. you should definitely look into it thank <laughs> you really appreciate that. <laughs> okay <laughs> so okay let's wrap up so from here like what's your, what's your plan like i know we're stuck in corona and everything and the pandemic all that stuff but like let's say maybe the next month we discover a vaccine all that stuff like, okay like, right. like, this just trying to be positive right now. Let's just be positive. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's the most that we can do is just right? try and be positive. So, like, okay, but, let's, um, say, yeah, let's be positive. Like, what are you going to do, like, you know, going forward if you're going to come out your house and do stuff? Like, what are you going to do? You know what? I'm going to get out of my own way. That's, like, the one thing that... I think I'm like really going to take seriously because there are so many things that I want to do, especially in relation to mama's face. Like I have literally have it written out on paper, like Mm -hmm. plans, a whole flow chart, all of that, you know, notes in the margin, everything on what I want for mama's face. And I get in my own way. Mm. all the time like whenever I think let's say I wanted to um make a table and I'm just like oh somebody else has made a table (laughs) and their table is probably gonna be nicer than yours and they're probably gonna have stronger wood than yours and people are probably not gonna want to buy your table because it's a table everybody Mm. has a table and it's just like I like I will you know have the idea in my head and be so excited about it and then the other half of me is just like girl mm. calm down don't nobody yeah. care about that like pulling, pulling it down. it's it's very all the time like I said before no one has ever been as harsh to me as I have been to me so you know post corona post lockdown I just want to give myself more of a chance and like actively you know even when those thoughts are in my brain just actively even if I have to say it out loud and be like okay chill you know these things that you're thinking you're overreacting let's think this way instead even if I have to do that that's what I'm gonna do I'm definitely going to go after you know the plans that I've had you know in my journal for months and years are actually going to pursue them and you know 
do make it do what it do basically so yeah but what about you what are you gonna do post apocalypse (laughs) so i think i've been working on a couple of things like you said i also getting my way sometimes which is bad because Mm. I, i know i have potential to do like lots of stuff but for whatever reason in my head Mm -hmm. this perfectionist Mm -hmm. voice says if you don't do it to the best like 100% don't even try it at all so Mm -hmm. I can never bother right but I I have been working on that to the point where it's like you know what if you don't try it at all you would never know if it would be good or not so that's right yeah so going forward what I always try I'm gonna go try and do more like stuff that I'm not used to to just do it so I know like right. starting from last year, I started doing more public speaking, like going for events and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So post this post, uh, post Corona or whatever, I think I'm going to continue that, try to get used <laughs> to it. Like even this podcast, like yeah. I, I didn't even plan to do a podcast. I was like, you know, I've been thinking about doing this forever. I've always wanted to get like all the right equipment, all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. Like let's just start and see what happens. And now... You know, it's been good, doing good so far. So, yeah, I think I'm going to continue that. I'm so glad you did it. Yeah, I'm glad I did it, too, because I would never have known if I didn't start in the first place. Right. Yeah, so I think going forward, I'm, I'm just going to try out different stuff. Why not try it and see if, if it doesn't work? Yeah. It doesn't work. Maybe I'll do something else. So, yeah, I mean... You only have one life to live. I mean, if this virus doesn't kill us, That's something else right. will. Okay. So you might as well just live it to like the fullest. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think this has been a great, great chat though. I think so too. I had so much fun. Yeah, I did too. It's always good to talk to people, even though we can't like physically see each other, but it's still good to talk to people like online at least. It's, it's great. It's great. This is like my wheelhouse. This I can (laughs) handle. Yeah. But you know, (laughs) you know, going forward, if this, I do continue the podcast, I would love to do like live, like in-person podcast. It's always good to see people's faces. That would be so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to try it out, you know. Like I said, it's good to try out stuff, you know, why not? You should, you should, you should, you should, you definitely should. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to let you go and get to do stuff on your own now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but thanks okay. for coming along and talking. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. I had so much fun. Yeah, me too. All right, have a good one and I'll definitely call you later. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye.